Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Do you guys ever have those, uh, one of those moments? I had it yesterday where I was like, uh, it's a real like what big magic, what's, you know, when like the ideas like come into your brain and like, you know, ideas come and fly to you. Have we all read that big magic book? One was that like, um, was a new <laughs> name for side work, Brooke. Yeah. Oh, okay. called wait was it's called wait for it. <laughs> I thought of a new name for the show. Wait, wait, please tell no. me. How no, about yeah. wait, 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 please tell me the specials of the day. Exactly. Um, was another <laughs> name we could use. But yeah, I was like, oh, right. Wait for it. And then I just moved, I was like, that's smart, Andrea. And then I just uh, moved on with my day. That's that's great. I'm glad you were manifesting that. Thanks. Uh, I really am. I did. Summer solstice. I did. I put a rock out with the idea. I planted it in the ground. Um, we'll see what. It, yeah, very solstice. I what a solstice it was, huh? With the thunderstorms. I know everybody was talking about it, but I can't not. No, I mean, being it was from the Midwest, crazy. being from the East Coast, Brandy. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. All the feels are there. Extremely you know? nostalgic. I felt like I uh, I had, I realized that I hadn't really experienced weather in about 15 years. So ooh. it was nice to be like, ooh, ooh, this like hits in the right place. Um, yeah. my, my my roommate's cat ran across my face and definitely I've got like a little cut on my <laughs> cheek from it, um, which is fun. I mean, you know, it's great. It's a dimple. If it was a little bit lower, we could make yeah. that work. Yeah, now I, I'm just marred. Now I'm just marred. It's not now a beauty marred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, well, we, you know, we're here to talk about thunderstorms, weather, manifesting big magic but first and foremost welcome to Sidework podcast i'm your host brooke van poplin and i'm your other host andrea wallace and joining us today from the lady to lady podcast and our friend and most importantly a former service industry individual brandy posey everybody hello hello Hello. can i get you guys something to drink um (laughs) (laughs) you can Can i get you guys something started from our coffee bar this morning uh earlier this week i would have been like i'll have a smooth move tea please i was having very i i know i'm not that's very telling bro i know order that at a restaurant i know midwest (laughs) i know i'm not usually the one to divulge my you know trials and tribulations with the bathroom but i took um what's it called like prilosec for a week because i and so Mm -hmm. but it, it like turns off all your stomach acid so oh. I was like not oh. like like I've never Got had it. that happen. It's like Lake Mead inside oh, there. It was, yeah, I was gonna say can I, just, can I just say this? You've always struck me as a person that would move smoothly. No. So Whoa, thank you. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you thank just you. Yeah, you just seem like you would have really consistent and healthy bowel <laughs> movements. What a read to do on someone. Brandy. Uh, no, I, Brandy. I mean, I, mean, I love it. I mean, no, no. No, I mean, just like when you see somebody, you're like, yeah, I just, oh, fuck. You can not, t- no, not, you not, know not, when not somebody. Not in like, insulting way, like in a like, oh, I see, by looking at them, don't, you know. Uh, don't get glamored by this one. She's a professional bullshitter. She knows how to talk. She 
does this for a living just like the rest of us. Um, I just think that an observation like that is hands down it's hilarious. Yeah. But but this is what being vulnerable and getting to know each other mm-hmm. better is about. I would mm-hmm. love to do one of those fecal transplants. I've heard oh, like, sure, man. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty gla- that's a glam mm-hmm. life right yeah. there for sure. If you could have, have somebody else's poop up your butt, whose right. poop would it be? So I already know my donor. I, I've picked out a donor. <laughs> And it is my ex-boyfriend Patrick. Um, oh, that guy is just regular as the day is long. If I could mm. poop like that guy, I could get back so much vitality. I mean, did you guys <laughs> never do anal? I'm just saying with that, <laughs> we did like. It. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I guess it would. You'd have to. I, oh, you pay him. Yeah, I know. Andrea, I know. That's what I'm saying. Andrea. You'd have to be like, a, what? I know. I hey, just, I'm I just almost, working on the logistics of how poop transplants. I work. almost agreed with you. I almost got on that logic train. And then, uh, yeah. And I was like, wait, no. no. <laughs> you know, for health. This is all for health, Brooke. This is all for you. But yes. Uh, I'm I, sorry. But yes. Uh, a, well, your smooth move tea is steeping. It'll be up momentarily. <laughs> I'm better now, though, everyone. Thank you. Thank you very oh, much. Good. Oh, thank God. That's what I would have had to drink this week. Thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, did you ever smooth move uh, during a shift, like waiting tables? Um. I think I was usually pretty cognizant about not taking it like the night before or day of when I knew I was going to be on my feet waiting tables. Like, I do not think I made that accident, but I would like at the height of my, I don't know, kind of like drunken, disordered body image stuff. Like, because I was also having trouble shitting and I was like heavy, all that. I would like be, go home trashed and then like, apply my version of like you know a, a, a purging which I was like I'm gonna take a smooth move tea and I'd mm-hmm. be blackout drunk and forget and in the morning I'd wake up and I'd be like all right out the door to go get groceries and I'd be like on the bus or something and then I'd be like oh my god what the fuck is happening and then you know that's where my joke oh, about smooth move came from mm-hmm. is I kind of yeah has anybody smooth ever smoothed moved you and you haven't known? Because that happened to me during quarantine at one point with my roommate. She smoothed moved me and her boyfriend at the same time because she was just making us all tea. And oh, then I was didn't. like, yeah, she didn't realize that it was like a diarrhea tea. <laughs> you got like a little roof goof happening? Yeah. Yep. Oh. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man we we're both like what's going on and then i looked in the trash can and i just in slow motion saw the empty packet and i was like what oh, tea no. did you make oh, no. <laughs> she's like oh just grab tea the whole tea's tea right i mean at least it, it gave us both an activity during one day of lockdown uh. so <laughs> it was nice to be like oh well i guess uh, i'll just poop a bunch today great <laughs> uh, now those would be some journal pages to go back and scan you know uh, what yeah. a time what Absolutely. a time what a time. Uh, <laughs> Let's jump into some headlines, uh, shall we? Uh, we have a couple of very fun ones today, starting uh, with this super, super fun, like little TikTok uh, trend that's happening. I don't know where these articles are coming from. Unilad. I don't know where that's from. That's, not, that's not a publication, but let's you just know, go with it. Trying to be be decent people and present where we source our materials from um this one though is hilarious of this tiktoker who went to tiktok to talk about the fact that a uh 91 top just walked into her restaurant like boldly with no reservation that's crazy long ago it fucking crazy right apparently it started out as a 51 top which is also yes crazy rent the goddamn place out that's what it is you know what i mean yeah like I you, know. you don't walk up if if ever a time for a reservation <laughs> at the very yeah, least. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this server had been the one to greet them when they first got in and they were like, "Oh hi, we have like uh 51 people, but there's probably there might be 40 more on their way." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a bad person. It's a bad person that did this to her or <laughs> to this server. This- this restaurant doesn't take reservations, first of all. Yeah. Um, you do learn in this. So I guess this type of behavior is accepted in that way. But obviously, there are exceptions to the rule when you have like 25 or over, I think would be an exception to be like, yes, we'll make accommodations for that. 
So luckily they had the room to accommodate. Like all, I think That's- two managers came up and were like, what? what? And I'm sure all the information starts to trickle through to all the employees in the restaurant and everybody is just freaking out. Right? They're all yeah. wide, wide eyed and scared. And they're like, let's come up with a pre-fee menu real quick. <laughs> you yeah, guys are sure. only getting the tacos, you know, or whatever. So yeah, they- yeah. Yeah. Seat an entire section just with the 91 top, right? That people are working and helping to like all servers, all hands on deck situation. And then at the same time, everybody still has like all their other section. So like nine tops and 12 tops and two tops. And so it's a, it's a huge shit show. It looks at like lasted about three hours. It would appear. Is this worse for the chef or the waiter? Do you think like in the back? I, like, I mean, is anyone doing okay in this situation? No, no one's doing great. <laughs> See, like the problem is Ooh. right. So I, it's like, yes, the kitchen just has to come up with a plan. I mean, mind you, too, they were just still at normal capacity with yeah. nine tops, 12 tops, six tops, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yes, when you get 90 meals come in at once, as we all understand, like, listen, I I get that a restaurant can be slammed, but there's usually a stagger to it, right? There's yeah, exactly. This is total insanity. So they probably just have to be like, we can push it out in batches. It is what it mm-hmm. is. But like yeah. the mm-hmm. managers and the servers all sort of team tackled the group. Yeah. So I'm ah. sure it all like came in in different increments yeah. of people. They're like, I'll take this 20 and then like moved around. Yeah. That is so God. You really do have to put your head together in that situation. Seriously. And, yeah. And you as like a member of a 91 top have to be like, oh, right. Maybe I won't get my fettuccine Alfredo at the same time as that person like I can't even see them. They're so far away in the restaurant. You know, were they like part of a really shitty conference that didn't feed, you know, Uh, everybody? Because I'm like, yeah, who knows? 90 people that all also, first of all, that all is just like, I don't know where we are. Let's sure this one restaurant. Let's all follow you. I've never followed a group of 90 people anywhere. No, <laughs> nor should nor should you. Nor should That's you. That's very true. That's how That's you end up in a cult. <laughs> not without like a set plan. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> to totally. be like at certain times, certain things are happening. Like there's an, yeah. 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 I want to be like, uh, homie, you want catering is what you want. This yes. is not this is a catered event. <laughs> yeah. This is sure. not a restaurant. Uh, also, how many ways do they split the check? That's my big question. I oh that is a good question. And then the TikToker goes on to say that she uh, she, she doesn't know what the uh, tip was yet. Doesn't at know the, the time was, of the TikTok. But they they did leave them some chocolate covered macadamia nuts. So I'm like, uh, that's better that, follow up on that tip, girl. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I'm like, that's sort of like a bad omen if you ask me. Like, but we left oh, you a bag of nuts. <laughs> Didn't you yeah. get? Did you get your chocolate covered nuts? I hope that you did. Um, it's so cute. And then. And she is like, she's so cute too. It's, I know, um, she's sweet. Yeah, Boo You Who, I don't know, we'll repost the video. I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not good at like reading like something blank anyway, but when it comes to TikTok names, I'm like, I don't know what this says at all. You know, it's yeah. all one inside joke. Let's, yeah. <laughs> so, but we'll repost this so you guys can see it, which is hilarious. What the hell? But let's jump into our second headline today, which is uh, another in the saga of tales, news headlines, Brooke, of uh, restaurants being taken over by robots. <laughs> Brittany, we've been realizing slowly over the course of the three years of this podcast mm-hmm. that robots be taking our jobs. Um, <laughs> yes, unfortunately. It's uh, crazy. Uh, the service industry is slowly but surely being replaced by robots named Flippy, Chippy, um, who are the other ones? There's like, so the burger flipper, the chip maker, uh, but this one that drones, we're there's drones. Yeah. Drop your food onto your table. I, I remember uh, used during the Olympics. I remember seeing a host robot at a restaurant in the SFO airport. And I got oh. irrationally angry because it was like, <laughs> I will seat you. And it was just out in the like hallway outside of the restaurant. And I was like, get, don't you fucking speak at me? Don't you look at me? <laughs> I'll knock your ass over right now. You're, truly, you like immediately went to like uh, one of the like racist robot people from Star Wars, right? That immediately. You're like, this hunk of junk and like kick it over. Oh, I immediately <laughs> went there and I was like, someday this will be problematic. But right now, 
right now. I can tell this robot to go fuck itself. I'm going yeah. to. And I just realized. I mean, SFO of all places, that's where you're going to see a robot in an airport. I, you oh, know, but. Yeah. It felt like, oh, this is the beginning of it. I mean, I yell at my Alexa every day. Uh, <laughs> every day. Because I need to just put her in her place constantly. I project. I project all my fears onto Alexa. Yeah. Um. So Chili's is the next uh, restaurant in the game to implement these robots, which they have, oh, so cutely named this robot. Rita, Rita the robot, because Chili's is known for their delicious margaritas. And Rita apparently makes a perfect margarita. Yeah. And I think we all know that like kids named after alcohol, it's not going to end well, first of all. Uh, but kid, <laughs> yeah. you just call this robot a kid. Uh-huh. I called it a kid. So it's a chi- um, child labor robot issue. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying if like they're like, we named you Martini because we love to drink martinis. Yeah. I just feel like you're that's gonna have like, a rough that, childhood. Not good. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Um, but Rita is here to help out servers by delivering food, um, by picking up heavy dishes and taking them away, um, taking customers to the table. And my favorite of the four top uh, jobs that Rita has is singing happy birthday that at tables. one scares me. Brandy, you would absolutely get violent. Uh, I would hate it. I would hate it. Happy it, it, birthday to you. Yeah. Happy I know birthday if, to you. It, <laughs> is it the robot voice or does it just open its mouth and just like a choral version of... Happy yeah, birthday. yeah, like a Chuck, like a Chuck E. Cheesy situation. Yeah, that's kind of what I think. Yeah, should. I'm gonna do a quick Google search. You guys keep talking. <laughs> yeah, I we gotta figure out the birthday situation. Wonder. Here. I'm just like, do they put a hat on Rita when they just send Rita to? No, Rita. It does just look like a very odd standing desk slash uh, kind of airplane tray situation mm-hmm. slash garbage can slash Roomba. Um, oh, so you're so telling like, me a, 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 a businessman isn't going to grab Rita's ass or anything like I that? I mean, probably. I'm, I am. I I'll figure guarantee it out. Rita has been sexually harassed so far. I uh, So there's 51 chilies that are participating with Rita so far. I'm like, let's fucking find one and go, um, yeah. first of all. But they're saying, you know, it might not necessarily be a lot of these robots that we're seeing out there are replacements for workers because there is lack of of staffing in restaurants across the board because of the pandemic, but also because it's just fucking cheaper. It's just yeah. like you rent a robot that ends up being $2 an hour as opposed to, you know, to have to pay someone $15 an hour for minimum wage, you know? Yeah, that part, though. It's like the only reason these restaurants aren't staffed up is because they are cheap as fuck and they don't want to pay people what they're worth. And people figured right. out what they were right. worth during right. the pandemic. <laughs> Absolutely. But Chili's is claiming that this is like not. They're just saying we're just trying to make everybody's job easier so there's more engagement with tables from like human servers mm-hmm. um specifically and rita itself has to be like like uh she has to be tethered sync, sync to up. She has to wait up with a server mm-hmm. yeah so they're oh. not you know they're not sentient in that sense where it's like it's still required so like are you making my job easier when I have to do like robotics now? Yeah, this is you like know? the ultimate form of like being a prop comic. You know, you might yeah, as well yeah. just have like. <laughs> I, yeah, I have like an app that I'm dealing with already. Also, doesn't doesn't Chili's already have those like little things on the table that you already pay and order? You can do. All oh, that I'm sh- sure. I I'm think that shit's sure. already there. It's like fine. <laughs> so there you go. Chili's is in on the game. One more. Uh, one more restaurant just in there going hard on robots. I'm oh, we'll boy. have many more, I'm sure. Unfortunately, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is really interesting because this is a Fox Business uh article. So when you start to scroll down in the comments, it's just like Argh. it gets real political real quick. <laughs> oh, I about people's yeah. opinions. <laughs> this is Joe Biden's America. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Democrats wanted to pay people too much money, and now robots are taking over the world. Like it's just basically a lot of that. But yeah. uh, who's next? I can't wait for more robot hijinks in the restaurant I industry. I know, really, robots have taken over rats for precedence in our <laughs> our headlines over the you know metamorphosis. That's so true. 
I just got a visual of like when uh when robots are just rats. You know what I mean? When we're when it's like what's gonna be the version of that when robots do take over and you're just like, ah, they're coming and instead of being at pizza, they're just like eating old hardware, you know. Ooh. It's gonna be something. Yeah. 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 Very bleak toaster ovens. <laughs> very, very bleak. Um <laughs> amazing headlines. I loved those. I think we're gonna move into what is now our Reddit server life. <laughs> dilemma slash advice because no one's writing us stories. That's great. That's a great. That's one. our new <laughs> segment. Open. I riffed. I riffed that shit. Um, loved it. I don't know how what's going on with y'all to with lady to lady. I just felt like summer hit really hard two weeks ago and our numbers like dipped so hard. Or something's like not plugged in, Andrea. Something's fucking wrong. Something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like where like a, a, the robots are taking over. Someone cut a line somewhere. I'm you like, know? can you shadow ban a podcast? What did we ever do? I don't <laughs> you you actually uh can if you put um uh don't don't put like curse words in the titles of your shows. Um, we because don't do that. okay, yeah, because they okay. won't show up on searches and stuff. That I know is a thing. Weird. Um, Anyways, but I think the yeah, the weather's gotten nicer. I think people are also very overwhelmed just with um what they're taking in just in general right now. So people totally. are, are sitting in silence more often. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Maybe we should just put Joe Rogan in every episode title and see what happens. You, do you know? <laughs> do it's you not know? A horrible idea. <laughs> not a bad idea at all. Let, let's bury those. Um, CEO, wait, SEO, search engine optimization. Just uh, mm-hmm. hashtag that Joe Rogan. Um, I was going to say I knew it was summer, like officially had landed one week ago when I was prepping for a wedding I was going to. And I went to every Target in the area looking for boob tape. Uh, and mm. every single <laughs> Target was ravaged. Not a single nip cover strapless bra or boob tape because we all are going back to weddings we are all standing mm-hmm. up so what did you these... do did you did you macgyver those titties what did you do i had no choice but to wear my third choice dress which was matronly <laughs> oh no covered no, no, the no, boobs. i thought it looked like no, it was super no, cute it was beautiful yeah. i'm glad i chose it it's just frustrating when the dresses that you love are like ah, i but i need i need the boob tape my friends and cool. uh, every boob tape would never work on me in a million years. Yes, yeah, it same. would. Yes, it would. I'm going to prove it because I was like, it's never going to work on me. They're all these very probably NASA engineered boob tape uh, innovations. You just have to be careful when you are removing it. That's I when the damage. That, that part feels like it would be painful. Yeah. You know what yeah. is funny about all the NASA technology that we use here, uh, you know, on the ground, on on the actual, the floor of the earth, is that it's all meant to like, that boob tape, if it truly is NASA uh, inspired, <laughs> is probably used to like fix the like broken things space in shuttles. space. <laughs> yeah. Like when, when the astronauts have to tether themselves to the shuttle and go out and like fix something, mm-hmm. that's the tape they use. And then one day accidentally someone was like, oh, what do you know? It holds my tits up real good too. We should really patent. <laughs> we should start using this technology for everybody. Um, and that's and the trickle down. And that's why it's important to have women in STEM, I think. Uh, I wrote that. <laughs> I wrote that exact line for a host in a script I wrote yesterday. I was, I'm dead ass serious. But, I mean, isn't isn't all NASA's all about defying gravity? Hello. Oh. Then seeing uh, a little line from Wicked, um, and everything will be fine. Anyways, uh. <laughs> well, I went on to uh, whenever y'all don't write to us, <laughs> um, I uh, go on to our favorite Reddit thread called Server life and that's where so many people go to vent source you know feedback from the group we usually discuss our you know our answer and then we go into the answers that the other totally insane and awesome servers wrote but here is uh you know the query that was posted uh two days ago from user x dash biggity i never these names are even crazier than tiktok names okay so their question title of their post how do y'all decompress from the social overlord 
overload at work. <laughs> overlord. Yes. I'm, How do you do? Right. So they go on. So I've been working for about a year now at a very busy restaurant in Manhattan. Every lunch, we have at least 500 covers. That is a lot. And dinner is usually around 700 to 1,000. <laughs> Whew. Brunch is typically eleven hundred to thirteen hundred covers. Oof. Our, I know, our restaurant is very focused on making any substitutions we possibly can and any alterations to whatever we can because that's our brand. So your restaurant's da- a cuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Overlord is the right word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they're like, the downside to this, you're like, yeah, I've been waiting Mm -hmm. for you to say that, uh, is we get extremely needy customers, of course, and attract a lot of retirees who want mommy to, Mm -hmm. you know, cook their food in a very particular way. And then they can get real nasty when things don't come out the way they had envisioned. Mm. Anyways, since I talk to people for a living, I constantly find my social battery being drained because of how needy the guests are. What do you guys do to decompress from being needed to from being required to talk to people slash cater to their whims for a living. Ooh, so um, I used to work on the Upper East Side in Manhattan, and I know this is not my old restaurant because of the amount of business they do, but I had the similar thing where it was a vegan restaurant, and no, we did not accommodate them, but every fucking customer goddamn tried their best to get <laughs> something special their way. It was a lot of people who would grip my arm while I was at the table. Like what? Like, oh, yeah. They would it, touch your person? Yes. Like a Mm-mm. lot of like you're not going anywhere. I was yeah, it was ugh, it was very, very aggressive. So at that job. I used to walk to Central Park between shifts and I would sit under my crying tree. Um, (laughs) That was back then. That was what I would do to decompress before I could go face these beasts again. Um, And then when I had a better job in Brooklyn, which I like to talk about, I would decompress by, um, it was usually by choice, I would walk home. I would always Mm -hmm. hustle and take the train to work you know because you're like never on time for that shit but after a shift I was like I'm doing the mile and a half on foot I just need to chill the fuck off and run down some of this energy and that usually did the trick how about you how about you Brandy uh I think I think that kind of like a silent alone time is definitely uh the way to deal with this kind of stuff I mean I'm like uh, ultimately kind of an introvert anyway so most situa- social situations will drain me even if I'm having a blast I'll need to just go I feel like a robot sometimes just power down, powering down and staring at a wall mm-hmm. um, but I like, love staring at a wall oh, I'm just like here I am <laughs> it's great it's great I mean I'm a big if, if I, I like a, a long walk home or if you have a drive uh, just driving in silence I think before putting um, uh, more stuff for your brain to hear in I think is really mm. important I'm a big fan of yoga uh, mm-hmm. after something like that. Uh, I mean, just like uh, having a thing that you could just hit in your house or your car, I think would be nice, mm-hmm. <laughs> depending mm-hmm. on the level of like frustration you're dealing with. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have like um, a room for like an archery setup in your yard? <laughs> yeah. throwing Go axe throwing. I yes. think that could be a good I think uh, healthy would be, way to get it out. I haven't you know, gone axe throwing because I don't want to know how much I like it. <laughs> I don't want to find uh, out how I'm incredibly good at it. Andrea yeah. found I'm, out. I'm I'm pretty good at it. I hit a, <laughs> I hit a bullseye with a, the big huge axe. The one you have to nice. throw over your head like a tomahawk. And it Ooh. was I was like, I'm alive. It's the Viking in me. It's the yeah. Um, Reddit has some fun replies and of course the top one which of course we all would probably like and did many for many years is drinking would be the top escape I love that they're just like drink and estrange myself from everyone (laughs) 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 that's one thing Uh, to do for sure I mean, Brandy, this one's kind of like leans toward what you said. This person mm-hmm. says they collect milk jugs and then uh, that they would rather they would might throw away at work, fill them with water, take them to the park and slice them up with swords. I sounds not- weird, but it's fun. I don't hate it. <laughs> I hate it either. Um, and the way I'm picturing it, because this is what I would do, is they're filled back up with water and I guarantee they're tossing them into the air. Oh, and, then, yeah. and then there's like, so it looks like blood and guts coming out of it. I, and like, yes, 
My my favorite TV show is Forged in Fire. Have you guys ever watched that show? It's like a blacksmith competition show in the style of Chopped. Very cool. Um, I know what you're talking about, though. I, it's, I usually, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It's I watched actually the like, glass blowing one, and that was yeah, I've watched badass. The yeah, yeah. The glass blowing ones really is is also really good. But the Forged in Fire, it's also it's like four weird dudes it's always dudes i've only seen like three women on the show ever oh, okay. but which is i'm okay with actually <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's four dudes that like are, are blacksmiths in their own little forges in their own little homes and they all come together and they're so happy to make new friends and see how other people make swords and knives and it's like the most non-toxic male bonding i've ever seen and whenever because they always get eliminated and they're always like yeah they were right to eliminate me and i'm really just happy i hope gary makes it i'm really proud of him and like Mm -hmm. like, it's it's so kind and then they just cut fish in half with a fucking sword halfway Mm -hmm. through the show and the one of the drudges he goes it will kill he does a kill test and he slices up a ballistics dummy that bleeds everywhere it it rules (laughs) wow thanks for the wreck yeah, highly recommend. Highly, highly recommend. So Forged yeah, I'm, in fire. Forged in fire. I'm Got feeling it. this guy and his milk jugs very, very much so. Hell fucking yeah. Um, Hell yeah, for sure. <laughs> another, <laughs> another from the Reddit response. Uh, I wonder if muggles know that if there is a shortage of weed, that the entire hospitality industry would collapse. So, <laughs> weed was yeah. 100%, like uh, probably 50 of the 127 answers that this yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I I mean, I feel like and I mean, for someone still like who puts when you put like your whole body and mind into something no matter what, you have to decompress from it. And like this very particular brand, first and foremost, can we talk about 11 to 1300 covers at brunch? Like what the actual fuck? Like that is a lot of 91 tops. That's that's 1091 tops at least right there, you guys. Yeah. Um, that ugh. I mean, I can't. And then, you know, I've gone on and you guys too, like when you're, when you're, when you're giving your whole self mind and body to something like this, it's so physical, whether it's like comedy and being in front of people Mm -hmm. or like me who like has gone from being a server to an esthetician and doing body work all day. It is a lot. You have to find a healthy way to escape. I do think staring at walls is kind of like, uh, gets you to the next point that you just like, you just need to just kind of like go into sleep mode for a little bit. You know, like the thing that would stress me out about this job is that she says it's a lot of retirees. You have a very fast paced, very quickly moving tables are turning over. And then you have the people that are the slowest people, just like the permanent vacationers. Just like that, that change in um, mode, like a tempo. Yeah. Yeah. The tempo change. That is where that that would be the part that would stress me out the most because I would just want to shake them and be like, do you not see? Do you not see what I'm dealing with right now? I know, and they don't. I'm also, like they do not. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, no, no. they don't at all because they're just like. Huh. I I think wow. that retirees is a nice way of saying boomers too. Yes, you know. It is. It um, is. Can can we just wrap up on this one? This answer. Oh, yeah. Someone chimed oh, yeah. in. I just fucked a line cook on the fryer station, so I'm feeling pretty damn decompressed. Damn. Damn. Mazel tov, well, baby. Mazel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I think well, I think blowing a lotus tops. I, for no. <laughs> I hope they came in the fryer station just to see what would happen. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Deep. Uh-huh. Just some deep fried jizz. Baby, was baby like? batter. Yeah. The, the, the cod is coated in baby batter. Um, oh, and yeah. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Um, it's 930 in the morning. Thank you, everybody. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do have to say uh, this thread. Uh, I think everyone knows this user and mm. she blew up her own spot because everyone's like, wait a cheat on your boyfriend, asshole. And then everyone like tattled on her. Ooh, to wow. I know. Shit. So maybe do not divulge fucking, you know, back of house uh on a reddit thread they're coming yeah, for you go. there you go anyway well yeah well if you guys have any server submitted stories you know where to send them send them over to cyberpod at gmail.com vr training platforms like the one developed by fundamental vr and orbis international are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients as you practice each skill the muscle memory starts to develop learn more at meta.com metaverse impact brandy this is the part of the show where now we just uh, make it about you 
You so, get to shine. You get oh, to shine. Finally. It feels so good. You're like, I'm so sick of mm. participating and playing nice. Can't wait to talk about me. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I saw, I bumped into you. I, I mean, it's been since the pandemic, but I bumped mm-hmm. into you uh, in a yard sale. We were talking about this and you immediately were like, I used to sling ribs in a rib shack <laughs> outside of Baltimore. Um, yep. So was that your first ever serving job or did you get started at a younger it was so that Time was my first place. ever service job because so my dad is like a is an accountant and my first job job is from like the age of 10 until 18 I would just work in his offices every summer and just like because I was like I, I learned how to I'm a bookkeeper like I learned how to do that because of my dad and I learned it when I was nice. like in fifth grade which is great but I hit a certain point in high school where I was like but I want like a I don't want to be like, well, work at my dad's office. I like want a job where I'm like meeting new different people and stuff. And then I got a job at Adam's Ribs uh, for a year. And that was enough for me. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Turns out we were fine. Um, yeah. I, I, so Saverna, Saverna Park, that's how you say yep, that in Maryland. Yep. Mm-hmm. So is it technically, is it like, is it like the far reaches of Baltimore or the like far reaches of Annapolis? Because it looks like it's like kind of right in it's, between. It's, it's basically right in between. We're closer to Annapolis, but like, like, which is not a real city anyway. Like Annapolis is where the Naval Academy is. Right. Um, and that's basically all it has. Uh, and it has a mailing courthouse, but like whatever. And then, um, uh, yeah, but like Baltimore is the big city. But like it's it's a, it's like a suburb-ass suburb. And right. Adam's, and pretty close yeah. to the Chesapeake. Like you're right yeah. there where like all the water is. It's mm-hmm. So it's so pretty there. Yeah. Um, uh, I looked this place up me only too. because I was like, oh, what are they serving? And I you, I love that there's still like the quintessential, like like there's still like the Maryland staples. You're still getting your mm-hmm. crab pretzel. Oh, yeah. You're still yeah. getting your crab cakes. You're still getting your hot crab dip. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I love that it's like everything's peppered in together. And also uh, my my partner partner's family is from maryland and so Aww. i'm like I'm, I'm like i'm just like give me a crab pretzel today what oh the fuck God. is a crab I'm... pretzel for those of us who Ooh. are inundated not uh... randy take it you describe a crab pretzel for us please oh man it's a soft pretzel with like a hot crab dip over the top of it with like a cheese and then it's all melted on the top of it yeah and, and you just like pull it apart yeah, yeah. it's a pull apart pretzel with like hot crab dip. it's so good that's <laughs> fantastic it's um, it, man i would just get that for like lo- my meal often sure at work. oh yeah fuck yeah that sounds really good um yeah. i i immediately looked this place up too and <laughs> quick uh let me clarify adam's ribs is now adam's tap house and grill Oh, they rebranded. Yeah. That tells me that there was probably a legal situation. Uh, (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Um, So you started working here and were you just immediately like taken with the world of uh, bringing crab pretzels to tables uh, to 91 tops? Well, you know what it was? It's like, so there there was a couple things going on. I was uh, a senior in high school and I've always been a good student. And I took to this very quickly and I immediately made more tips than any of the other servers there. And they resented me very quickly. Aww. And and they also were like, like I was going to graduate and like go to school. And I had like, I was like, this is what I'm doing. I just want to do this as like a fun, you know, I'm excited to have like a fun job before I go to college. And they were all like, I'm, I'm fucking the chef. Like, this is <laughs> yeah. my life. This is my life. What are you doing here? And I was like, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know. So I think I seemed like, I, I don't think I, was snobby I was excited to have a good time but I very much did not belong and then there were these two line cooks that were like vying for my attention constantly and like one of them like would bring in his kid to meet me during my shifts and I was like not interested in meeting your child, Chris. Yeah, uh, not stepmom like, cool. I'm 17. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Oh boy, don't really want to be like your kid's mom. Uh, not interested in that. Um, and then there was like this one um, manager that he would set up. We so it was it's a it's a barbecue place, rib joint, and everything. So they had whole pigs during the summer, and he would set up these whole pigs in the walk-in. So when you walked in, they were just like staring at you from the floor, mm-hmm. just like spread eagle with their fucking little dead faces up at you, uh, which was horrifying yeah. uh, every time it would happen. And I'd be like, oh, man. So I felt like I was being hazed in every direction constantly. Um, and but I like liked the actual work. Like I liked the like fo- hyper focus of like, OK, cool. This is what needs to happen. And like you're checking things off. And all, I liked how tactile it all was. Like I was a good server. Um 
But then I was just like, oh, I don't think that like I'm I, I'm going to more than this. So you guys are like mad at me because I'm like got shit right. from leaving to <laughs> uh, you felt like a summer hire probably or, you know yeah. that temporary yeah, yeah. where they're like oh have fun college girl think your shit yeah. don't stink well yeah um, and and i would i worked the carryout window a lot too and i was the only girl that ever got tips at the carryout window oh no yeah and, you were like showing them that it could be done so they're like she's yeah. like stealing money you know um, yeah and i'd get like i like i get like 150 dollars in tips a shift or something at carry out and they'd be like what the fuck are you doing and i was like i'm just nice to people and they can see that i'm working hard i don't wow. i don't i don't know what to tell you i don't know what you're doing i'm not here i don't know they like me i'm a magnetic personality i'm going to go become a comedian. Uh, <laughs> for sure you're like i'm gonna harness this power and take it elsewhere yeah that is really interesting i wonder if like you changed people's lives that summer i can guarantee i did not uh, <laughs> you caused reflection and then they still chose you know yeah mm -hmm. what I was remember, most comfortable for them i remember going in like um because I so I I like quit slash got fired because they uh, they wouldn't give me off the de the night of my last um, marching band performance. because I was in band. I was band president my senior year. And it was the last time our band was going to play together like ever, basically. And I was like, well, I need this night off. And I asked for it like a month in advance. Mm -hmm. And then I kept checking in and they're like, sure, 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 sure. And then schedule comes out. They didn't give me it off. And I was like, I put in for this. I'm not coming in. And they're like, well, if you don't come in, you're gonna be fired. And I was like, like I understand good. that, but I told I'm not going to be here because this is the last time that I will play with the people that I played with for four years. This means a lot to me. Uh, I won't be here. And they're like, okay. So then that morning I called in and I was like, I won't be there. I'm Just sick. Letting you know, yeah. I, I guess I'll tell you that I'm <laughs> sick if that's what I have to do. And then they called my mom. They called what? the house. Yeah, they called the house to be like, we heard that Brandy's sick. Is she sick? And I was like, oh, clearly I'm also not sick because I told you, I told you for a month I needed the night off and why I needed the night off. And then my mom was like mad that I had lied to them. And I was like, oh, I didn't. No. They took my, my parents like took Adam's ribs aside. And I like have kind of low key never forgiven that specific thing from them. Um, yeah. So and then like, yeah, they kept they kept calling me throughout the school day. And I was like, I'm also <laughs> at school. And will not be there. So what the fuck? I, I was like, I guess I they they're like, you're. I was like, I guess I quit, or you are firing me. And they're like, you're fired. And I was like, well, I quit. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then eventually they emailed me or they 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 mailed me my last check because I was like, I'm not going in there. These people are crazy. Yeah. Um. And then I went in there like years, like maybe like five years later and a bunch of the same people were like still working there and everything. Wow. Did uh, it feel weird to like walk back in after oh, even after five years? Ex yeah. Extremely weird. Because I was also like that, that at, at like 18, that was such an intense confrontation. Absolutely. You're like, I have a lot going on today. Leave me the fuck alone. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I was also just very like, uh, oh, they're going to hate me. And they're going to like, I don't know what they're going to, I'm, I'm going to be in trouble because you're 18 and you don't really know what like you know what people can do or whatever so i just yeah. like didn't go in there until after college and i was like okay things don't really matter anymore i they don't know who i am it's fine but i was like extremely nervous i was like what if they yell at me now uh i hate that shit i feel like that's the kind of thing like when you're having a weird shame like low day like you go to the memories like that yeah and you're like <laughs> you know and you're mm -hmm. like that one time that I, that fucked up thing happened to me 40 years ago yeah <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But food was good as hell. And um, it sounds like somebody probably got fired. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like oh people just get fired there a lot. Um I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. It was very chaotic, but it I mean it was a really fun job. I really I like really did enjoy doing it. I remember that was the first place I heard Outcast, because we would play the Outcast album like when we were cleaning up after things were closed. That nice. was like like bombs over Baghdad was like a perfect like mm. get your shit done song. <laughs> I love nice. that. So motivating. 
Mm-hmm. I love that. I have really fond memories of uh, Beck's Midnight Vultures as like a closing Ooh. album for yes. a specific restaurant that I worked in. We were I worked at this German restaurant, um, and so there's a song called Nicotine and Gravy that's on Midnight yes. Vultures, and everybody smoked cigarettes, and there was gravy on everything. So it was our it was our theme song. We play when we shut her down. Um, yeah, that was a that was a fun one. So yeah. I I think that's an interesting end to it too because it's almost like this crossroads that day yeah. to be like, do I do I like what go to this job? Doing? The yeah. way to be like, fuck off. I'm better than this. But mm-hmm. that was it, right? That was just it for serving. Like that was it for serving. Cause I yeah, I mean I like it they're just other jobs kind of kept coming to me. So yeah, there was right. never like this moment that it was like, oh, I need let me go back to this. Yeah. Like I I really liked it. And there there were times where I was like, should I go try to get another server job? And then I would have like something weird would be like, come do this for a month and a half or whatever. Yeah, I'd also say, you know, when you also went back to picture, I'm picturing those really thin napkins that don't do much for you, just (laughs) doused in rib sauce, just piles and and piles piles of them. Yeah, the the, ha- the, the most naps. haunting yeah. memory is the the vat of uh, coleslaw. There oh was, yeah, there, they would make ah, these giant ah. vats of coleslaw, and then you'd have to like because it did a lot of to go uh, orders too. So you'd have to just fill all these things. And I I hate coleslaw so much already. And it would just be you just like shoveling around <laughs> in this vat, just filling to go cups with it, and just ugh, that. Mm. I never liked that part of it. <laughs> one of our Ooh. earliest uh, episodes we had when uh, when Kyle was still one of the hosts on the show, she had this story about how she basically like fell down a flight of stairs, like holding a vat of coleslaw. No, she it fell into fuck- it. It she was at the bottom of the stairs. Oh. She fell she down the did a tumble. into a, a, a child's uh, swimming pool of coleslaw, essentially, I Oof. think is what happened. Total nightmare. <laughs> and that takes a lot of work and effort, FYI, to make that much coleslaw so folks just know that someone or something has probably fallen into your coleslaw because they ain't remaking it no i mean it starts to i mean ferment if there's so much cabbage after a while it's gonna get a little bubbly in there after a minute um but you know, even moving on, you've done a lot of, of other jobs very service on this mm-hmm. podcast before. Yeah. Number one being a karaoke host, which mm-hmm. we have had full episodes about on this oh, podcast. I mean, there's a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you karaoke host? Where did that happen? Uh, All Star Lanes and Eagle Rock. Oh, oh yeah. Which is a bowling alley, dive bar, Chinese restaurant, RIP. Uh, I did not survive the pandemic, but it was barely surviving pre-pandemic. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Oddly enough, our our other uh, guest that we had on talking about karaoke is, has been trying to like get the lease on that place for a while to really like, reopen. Mm-hmm. It, it's a dream because honestly, that place it, it it was very frustrating because like uh, I I loved that I loved All Star Lanes. It's this like great super dive. It was bought the guy that owned it. He only bought it because he was going to tear it down and turn it into storage storage units. Oh God! But then um, there's like a petition in Eagle Rock where they would not let him do that because it's one of the only like all ages like hangs that the city has. They used to do rock shows there back in the day. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. I ran a comedy show there for years. Like it's a it's a very special weird place that feels like it was like built on like a, a carny graveyard graveyard. It has like a very weird towny vibe to it that I'm extremely into um and uh yeah so he just was stuck running a bowling alley that he did not want to run so he never put any work into it whatsoever but I mean that yeah that place oh that makes me happy I'm, I'm happy that somebody is looking to try to like fix it up because that's been like if I were to win a lottery that's what I would do I would I would want to buy all-star lanes and just and, and make mean- it what it could be Brooke and I have talked about it. I've talked to like a couple other people about it. People are like, where can I just give money to this to, you know, you know to help, help facilitate can this? I be a and small, be an small micro investor. Yeah. Like, because mm-hmm. I would. Are you kidding me? Right now, because the guy's definitely dragging his feet. He doesn't want to sell. But um, I know yeah. for a fact that they're running, they're leasing it constantly for production. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. So okay, he's sense. making some sort of money doing that because you can do really well doing that. Anyways, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, yeah. Being, being a karaoke host is obviously intense. You can, yes. some people either love you or they become your enemy during the night. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. And like it, uh, it, it made me a better comic, I think, in a lot of ways because <laughs> it like it was it's dealing with crowds without the ability to really do like jokey like in the middle of a joke you just have to like 
your energy is just about like maintaining right so right th- that that like weird unspoken like alphaness that comics have like it really helped me like develop that i think quite a bit um yeah you know we've like never talked about karaoke hosts like you're gonna have a point in the night if it's busy where you're in the fucking weeds as a host i yes. would imagine mm-hmm. like there's a lot to organize people are just like tossing pieces of paper at you like blindly drunk yep. and like there's probably people who like they're trying to smooth talk you there's probably people who have like personal vendettas with you throughout the evening thinking that you're not giving them what they came there to do like what a- oh <laughs> for sure and i would like i'd like literally clap in people's face i mean i was i was they they let me be a real bitch it was very <laughs> fun <laughs> Um, I remember one night there was it was a pretty dead night early on and I had a couple of songs in the books and then this group of four came in and they all put it down a song and didn't tip me which whatever and then this other couple this couple came in and they tipped me 20 bucks and they wanted to sing next and you tip me 20 bucks guess what you get bumped up the list Mm. and I think three of the four of those people knew that but the fourth one, this woman comes up to me and she was like, we signed up before them. And I was like, ma'am, they just tipped me 20 bucks. It's one song. And then you guys are next. Just go get a drink. Not a big deal. But she was so mad. She scratched her name off the list and then like took. I used to have these little slips that I had like my Twitter information and stuff on. Like, hey, come follow me. Yell at me on Twitter if you hate what I'm Ooh, doing or whatever. Oh boy. <laughs> just like bring it on. Follow me, bitch. I don't care. <laughs> um and she took one of those back to her table. And I see her like angrily scribbling on it. Oh, and um, then her like first friend comes up to sing. And then she comes up like she's like walking to like go close out her tab. And she like throws this piece of paper at me, hits me. And I was like, oh, oh, hold on. I took the microphone from her friend. And I was like, hold on. We have a we have a note from the audience. Uh, and I just opened it up. And I started reading it. And I don't think she thought she hadn't even closed out her tab. So she's frantically trying to close out her tab. And I read this little note and it says, you stink. And then there's a weird little like racist Asian caricature with like buff teeth and slanty eyes. And neither one of us are Asian. And I was like, you're just being racist. What is happening? And there's like stink lines around it. And it oh, says, like you, you. Yeah, you stink. You can't sing or KJ. My brother is a KJ biatch. Fuck you is what it said. <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God, where is your brother a KJ? Like, I just I just wouldn't stop talking to her. And she was like, your karaoke host is drunk. She's yelling at the bartenders. And I was just like, I don't drink and I remember everything. And then I just started like going in on her. And I was just like, nice romper. Did somebody tell you 20 years ago you had nice legs? It's the only compliment you've heard in two fucking precedents. <laughs> like, I just immediately I just went after her. Her friend is like standing there wanting to sing Journey. And I was just like, mm, I look, you guys can sing. You guys are totally cool. She needs to get the fuck out. She needs to get the fuck out. And I just kept saying that until she eventually got the fuck out. Yeah. You're like, don't stop believing that I'll shred you if you come at me. (laughs) Exactly. And I was just like, dude, I, I don't care if you don't like me. Like, you're not, you're nobody. Like, oh, I'm sorry you didn't sing Britney Spears or whatever. Like, oh. This, right. This I is love a, when people bring in service. family members and like yeah. my brother, my blah, blah, brother. blah. My brother. Oh, your brother is mm-hmm. also fucking just doing something because he <laughs> needs to make a couple oh, of bucks. Your, your He's also in a bad financial situation. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. yeah. He must be good if you're not at his night. That sounds great. Okay. It was just so funny. I was just like, literally, if you had waited three minutes, this wouldn't have been a problem. But I guess we can fight about it. That's also fine, too. (laughs) I saw a woman one time um, sing uh, Ace of Bases, All She Wants Is Another Baby and Break Down Into Tears because she had postpartum. uh, One of the darkest things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Extremely, extremely dark. (laughs) And I was like, all right. Wow. Well, you know, good luck, (laughs) ma'am. I mean, I'm sure was there was it like, was there clapping afterwards to just get really silent afterwards? Just a real smattering. I mean, I I started, I was just like, all right, all right, all right. All right. That (laughs) was Sharon. Thank you for sharing. Sharon, everybody. (laughs) Thank you for that. Okay, cool. (laughs) All right. Coming up next, we need a palate cleanser. I mean, you know, karaoke can be very therapeutic for people as you know, it's, yes, it it's pretty good. You know, if I just had 
I think karaoke after like a crazy shift on to mm-hmm. unwind is actually like good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that. a really good cathartic, a good a good way to be to get that out, to get the evil out for sure. I yeah, am. We yeah. We 100%. Would have, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I've been scared off by three recurring variants at this point, you know, that somewhere started about yeah. a year ago where I was like, I'm back, baby. And I was mm-hmm. hosting karaoke at the Fable and I was like, the role I was born, to, you know, to yeah. do. and then I lasted less than a month because I was like, I think people coming up and scream singing in my face is yeah. probably a great way to get COVID. And so then I chickened out, but then I got another job and, uh, but I yeah. just like, like the joy, like I had mm-hmm. the power, I, I didn't abuse it, but boy, yeah. was it fun to just put myself first. And if no mm-hmm. one was singing, I was like, guess who's going to do two songs, try shit. She has no, you know, business singing, but who totally. cares? Um, yeah. and it just felt great. Yes. I mean, that part would be awesome. Yeah. Here's the thing. We do have uh, the hookup uh, and would probably, if we wanted to do like a um, club and blow off steam after your serving shift karaoke night, we would, we could do it. We could post it. We could advertise as such. Um, I mean, I I think like a server end of the night karaoke night would be fun as fuck, like from Mm -hmm. a bunch of different places around town or something Mm -hmm. coming together would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what, yeah, our friend just opened a piano bar downtown where they do piano karaoke and it's like, he's trying to build that server night, you know, where I'm Mm -hmm. like, yeah, Mondays could be fun, but that's also like the day off. But I'm like, if you Mm -hmm. could encourage that vibe that like people are getting off their like bonkers Saturday shift and then come descend upon you. But Ah, anyways, I know. Work it out. I know. I know. But I love that you also were a Lyft driver and a personal assistant and a dog walker. Mm -hmm. And these are all such service oriented jobs that like public facing. And you're kind of like, I love that you're just kind of like facilitating like people's nights, like as a karaoke host, as a server, Mm -hmm. then a Lyft driver and like where they are in this, the step of their evening. And I'm sure, you know, very quickly when you pick someone up where they're going, where they're coming from. Oh yeah. And I had rules as a Lyft driver too, where it's like, I wouldn't fuck with Hollywood. It was never worth it. Uh, West Hollywood at night, not worth it. Not Mm -hmm. worth it. Mm -hmm. Um, people, uh, on the West side don't give a that they just they'll just puke in your car. I never had them happen in mine, but I I because I would pull over and be like out 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 out. But it only ever happened on the west side. Um, although there was one time, there's one girl uh, I was driving just around Silver Lake, and she had a really nice purse, a big purse, and she had taken everything out of it when she got in the car, and she was like, "Hi, I might, I might puke, but don't worry, I've removed everything from my purse, and I will puke into my purse if I need to." And I was like, "Well, you can just." tell me and we can pull over and she's like no no I've done it before and like this works <gasps> and I was like oh okay well I guess tell me if you're go- if you feel like you're gonna puke in your car does this how often has this happened is it the same purse and I just kept talking yeah, right? to her to try to keep she's her like, from and then I I got her home and she did not puke in her purse but I was like you have a specific purse that you just puke into over and over again that's too that's too prepared I think you need to like Cut, drink one less drink. Or or a bucket. Or a foldable, like those foldable lunch bags that are plastic or something. Something you can stick into. Right. You need a receptacle Mm -hmm. in your big purse. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or a purse within a purse. I guess that might be going a step too far than just to to empty all your shit out into a stranger's fucking car who's like, you're paying to give you know, like. I've got this. And then you're like, but if we're like, how do you carry all your. Yeah. stuff once you filled uh, this is my thing <laughs> yeah that's what it was she was like no no i'm a pro at this and i was like i don't know if you can go pro at purse puking but that's fine <laughs> <laughs> she was just really nice like a very like one of those like um pin up pin up like 1940s dress dressed up gals oh, no so it was like it was like oh, a no. vin- like a a vinyl vintage Percy looking thing and I was like oh boy this is so weird well maybe but, she I mean, chooses that because she can like hose it out <laughs> yeah probably probably but uh, lifting nice. was my was my favorite of the gigs being a dog walker was the most stressful job I've ever had yeah that is just like you're juggling like well these are people's fucking babies yeah. you know yeah. it's it I, I appreciate because we just went yeah. through like we're going through getting people uh, like on our team, on our side, because mm-hmm. I feel very much like I don't just ask 
any fucking random person off the internet to come look after my animals. You're like, there no, are no, a lot no. of really nutty people out there. Yeah. So that means you usually have to pay um, a little bit more for someone who's mm-hmm. just like really, really well reviewed. And you're like, but that yeah. means they're busier and that means they're yeah. going to be harder to get. And mm-hmm. I know that I'm stressed out letting someone else care for my dog. So the feeling that you know, you have as a dog walker and I'm going to, you know, I do want to do an episode with my brother who's been doing this professionally with his own business for over oh, a decade. Nice. I think that'd be a fun little pivot too, talking to uh, a dog walker and a, who has a business. Yeah. That'd oh, be yeah, cool. Absolutely. I mean, I, just your resume, Brandy is like, I know people <laughs> who have like all these jobs at one time too. Yeah. I know these people who are like, oh yeah, I bartend and I host karaoke and I live drive and I'm a personal <laughs> assistant and I also walk dogs. I do everything. Yep. That's yeah. like in one week. Do you not do that? Like, yeah. Yeah. That's how my I life mean. in New York City was, you know. And then mm-hmm. most of LA has been uh battling with unemployment. And thank <laughs> God. So I, I went from like all the jobs to like, I can't get a job. Um, mm-hmm. but thankfully, yay. We're all And I love the bookkeeper and that that's something you like, well, the skill you always have that like you learn from your pops. Like yeah. I have friends who waited tables, bartended, knew how to do book keep bookkeeping, but mm-hmm. started doing bookkeeping for like um restaurants like one yeah. restaurant then like another restaurant group and now like that's what they do they just yeah. like specifically work for restaurant industries in Chicago and they love their job like yeah you know, it's yeah. great I mean my first my first client was a friend of mine that uh ran a runs a catering company and like you know at this point almost 10 years ago he was like hey I need somebody to kind of help me out like do some part-time stuff and I was like okay and that like refreshed me and everything and then I would just have you know because with comedy it's like we just know so many people and like mm-hmm. a friend of a friend be like hey I think you do that do you I have a friend that's looking for something so it's like I have a small kind of like part-time you know firm that I put together and I like, love that's, that yeah and I, I can do it all remotely and it's really easy and it's nice just to be able to kind of do you know I the first week of the month is me just doing people's books and then I'm kind of like done for the rest of the month which is nice. I love that then you can yeah. do all your other weird, random pursuits. Um, mm-hmm. like, well, have also, it, like, yeah. like be on our podcast. Or have yeah, your yeah. own <laughs> podcast, which yeah. I know you got to get who, get over to. Oh, yeah. And I, who I do the books for, too. Like I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I've saved us a lot of fucking money. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I feel like this is a good time to wrap up because we all have mm-hmm. to go anyways. Yeah. But if, if we didn't say it before at the top of the episode, hear it now. Please check out Brandy's podcast podcast lady to lady on the exactly right network you guys are a giggle fest over there i'll tell you oh thank you tell you that much <laughs> um and thank you so fucking much for making time to hang with us yeah absolutely it's good to see y'all absolutely great. absolutely and you guys remember if you have those server submitted stories send them to sideworkpod at gmail.com other than that brooke you know what we say at the end of every episode absolutely godspeed and good tips and get yourself with- a nice puke purse <laughs> it's summer a nice summer treat, treat yourself uh, we'll talk to you guys next week